1: What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your home for all things Amazon advertising tips, tricks, strategies, all designed to make your Amazon advertising life a little bit easier, a little bit more profitable. Today I am privileged and super excited to have my dear friend, Brent from AMZ Pathfinder, and I'm super stoked about it. Brent, I do have to ask for the anyone listening on YouTube, you are not in your normal location. In fact, you're, no. you appear to be in a room that is not even yours. That's true.
2: Not mine anymore. <laughs> not yours anymore. I'm, I'm in the Burbs. I'm at my parents' home. Yeah, so yes. I'm in the Burbs. And uh, we got the multicolored fan blades. You can maybe see those up there. Oh, yeah. It's my child, this is my childhood bedroom. We have a shelf full of uh, old books and pictures of sports teams, you know, all the classic stuff. Uh, I have moved all the embarrassing photos, you know, the ones of me when I was like three or whatever. So keep those out of the out of the frame here.
1: (laughs) Yes, we had to do some. Yeah, we had to move some some things off frame over here.
2: Yeah, last (laughs) minute uh, renovations. Let's call it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So yeah, normally you are in France. Now you are in Pennsylvania.
2: Pennsylvania. Yep. Until uh, until early next month and going to be in new york uh very soon i guess by the time this comes out that that will have already happened but uh yeah going to go to the unboxed event very excited about that
1: yes you're you're going to unboxed what do you what do you hope to achieve there talk to future brent about uh what you hope you achieved
2: Uh, it's like a pep talk for myself in the future i think my biggest goals are um you know, meet with people from Amazon, some of whom are uh, fairly senior, fairly like uh, in control of like ad products that you and I and everyone listening to this, pro- this podcast uses probably like day in, day out yeah. and get to ask them questions like face to face in a real life setting like that. That to me is probably going to be the biggest value. And so I want to maximize the you know questions and time I get with those people um, on the first day, which is like mostly focused for agency stuff. And then, yeah, meeting clients, you know, talking to people at Amazon in like a less formal setting, like not as much of a meeting and then meeting people from our industry. I'm organizing a little meetup um, as part of this like private Facebook group I'm in that you're in um, that we can, uh, you know, meet in person and maybe, you know, we'll have more news about other kind of groups and stuff in the future. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like I like to be the organizer of those kind of things or be involved in those kind of things. So I I look forward to that as well.
1: Yeah, I you really inspire me uh, how you communicate with your Amazon reps and like talk to them about things you'd love to see to make your life easier to ma- better manage campaigns and i think it's like you know the the call line of this podcast is to like make your Amazon advertising life a little bit easier a little bit more profitable and i often do it from like working like with what we have available but i yeah. think it's a, another frontier to be like hey we have this available but i'm going to like contact Amazon and be like why don't you do this differently like can you can you accomplish this like can we get downloads yeah yeah
2: be vocal and complain about it i mean that's yeah. if there's anything i've learned from having an agency rep for a while now and you know we're not like a massive company we're like a mid-sized agency mid-sized small agency but it doesn't mean that our value is not Um, Sorry, opinions are not valued in some way. So we are very vocal about things we want, things we need. And we kind of make, I wouldn't say demands, but, you know, frequent emphatic requests of Amazon for things we want to see and features we want. And some of those eventually are honored. Sometimes, uh, you know, you, you throw something into, a, it feels like a black pit. It just never, it just never sure. goes anywhere, but <laughs> black hole. Um, yeah. but, but sometimes those things are honored and I feel like they, they do listen. Um, it's
1: true. Yeah. Anytime I've ever had feedback, I was about to say complain. Yeah. Anytime I've complained, like it, they're always like receive it really well. They're like, yeah, that's, like, that's good for us to know. Uh, and I think that's like a really good value to have. Like a year ago, I was like, why don't we have ad groups for sponsored brands? like it's very incongruent the way that like mm-hmm. everything else has ad groups, sponsored brands doesn't have ad groups. It could be a little cumbersome to like work within that limitation. Cause like you have to think a little extra for that. And yeah. now there's going to be ad groups for sponsored brands, which is cool. Wonderful. So yes. Um, we've got a cool topic today. Uh, I love this topic. It's a topic that um, a lot of times when we think about reducing PPC spend, this perspective is not talked about. Uh, and we're going to explain it a little bit here in a couple different ways to so that we can really wrap our head around it, which is basically like, I think most people do this. I'm spending too much. I want to reduce my ACOS. And yeah, so when people are reducing their, but they want to reduce their budgets, like what would you say the most common activity people are doing?
2: Yeah, the first one that comes to my mind, uh, which always is scary for us at the agency side, is they'll just go in and slash budgets, right? So they're like, oh, this one's $50 a day. No, it's 25 now. Just arbitrarily, let's just get in there with a machete and just chop these things up. You know, that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I- I've seen people pause full campaigns because some keywords in it, had a high ACOS. They're like, I'm trying to cut budget. I got a couple keywords in here with a high ACOS, like pause the entire campaign and not pay attention to like the search terms in there or like some of the winning keywords in there. Um, Yeah. So what I think that's the most common way to reduce budget. This is a more nuanced way to reduce budget in your campaigns, which is actually on keywords you rank really high for. Um, And it's kind of like How do you know when your PPC has hit the point of diminishing returns? Uh, Meaning like, okay, you can improve your BSR, you can improve your share of voice, you can improve your standing in the market if you increase your PPC budget 25%, if you increase your budget at 50%, if you increase your PPC budget 100%. Where, at what point do you get no more value? Like at, at what point are you just increasing spend increasing A ACoS without actually grabbing more of the market. And that's one way to think about this. Like, have I hit a point with my PPC spend where, you know, it's pretty common practice to like push a PPC keyword. Like I'm gonna push this to improve organic ranking. At what point has your pushing led to no more impact on your organic right. performance? The classic one way diminishing that returns. The point of diminishing returns.
2: Yeah. The other thing I'll, I'll, the other analogy I'll use or comparison, I, I like to speak in like analogies and metaphors, but is the, is the pole vaulting one? I think we discussed is like basically a professional pole vaulter. They're going to put, you know, their athleticism is like incredible, but they're going to put all their energy and focus. into like getting over that bar, literally clearing the bar. And anything that's like above that or extra is technically like wasted effort. So yeah. they need to clear like eleven and a half feet. I don't know what pole vaulters go up to. I imagine that's that's how high they go. In many pole cases. vaulters, please write in. Probably much higher, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but they're clearing the bar. They're getting over that. And then any more effort is wasted effort. It's kind of like using a, a you know a hammer to kill an ant. It's like you don't really need to do that. Um, there's a certain amount of um, Uh, solution that is commensurate with the problem, right? And so how do we apply ad spend tactically and think about that in a more of a nuanced way? So it's not just like, let's, you know, $100 a day, let's just go crazy, like for a month. Uh, Maybe that's not, maybe that's not necessary.
1: Yeah, I love that analogy. Like you don't need to jump 50 feet in the air to clear a bar that's 15 feet. Uh, Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, I think another question that sort of talks about another angle of this is like, can I reduce spending on a keyword without losing any sales? Like, that's a really, that's another way to put this where it's like, hey, I'm spending two grand a month on this one keyword. I rank in position one for paid and sponsored. Could I actually... Only can I pay 20% less and lose no sales? Like, can I maintain that organic rank one? And Mm -hmm. can I maintain like number one conversion share for this keyword by actually reducing my ad spend by 20%? So, I think I want to preface this by saying, like, in my experience, uh, because I'll share an experience that I I did with a client over uh, the last few months. Uh, In my experience, we were only considering this for keywords that they were like in spot one and spot two, like organic rank one, sponsored rank one, Mm
2: -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if
1: you're kind of in like organic rank 10 or 20 and your sponsored rank is really up there too, like 10 or 20, you can probably gain, like you're going to gain if you get more aggressive with your PPC campaigns is generally the thing to expect. So we're talking about like organic rank one, sponsored rank one. Could you actually spend a little less on your PPC? and still maintain that ranking and still maintain that conversion share. So like clients have had to ask you this question before, like what has been your experience with this kind of concept of like, could we actually scale down ads and have absolutely no impact? Like, could we save like five, 6% of our ad spend and do exactly the same in the market?
2: Yeah, I think think the way that clients have usually approached us or talked to me or our comms people, you know, or Sam's about this is basically, um, they're thinking of it in a somewhat of a serial fashion in the sense of like, um, not cereal for breakfast, but like serial versus parallel, where <laughs> they're thinking, okay, we're spending a lot of money on this term. You know, maybe we've launched it six months ago and now it's got its footing and like this, this product has inertia. And we're actually doing well organically for this, as you defined it. I think it's important to think like well is like top five organically, not yeah. like we're on bottom of page one or like we're on page three. Yay! Uh, it's more <laughs> like no, we've we've established like a real foothold here, and it's and it's shown to be consistent, which is important because. I think measuring organic rank, looking at it one afternoon on the, you know, October and saying, okay, we're position one, let's make a bunch of decisions based on this is very different than looking at it over the course of a month or week to week. And then looking at the rolling median or mean or whatever and seeing like where it is. But the way that I think we're most, most often approached or start this discussion is like, uh, can we move ad spend from one keyword to another? Because they're seeing it as a sort of opportunity cost. It's like, well, we've kind of solved this problem over here, so we're gonna migrate this um, ad spend to a different problem and try to solve that problem. The problem being, how do we get the organic rank and to a position that's like better and more consistent? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's usually how it is. I, I think that's the, the approach they, they take.
1: Right, so like, you know, in January, you've launched a single keyword campaign, big top of search boost for sponsored products, and you're trying to rank high for that keyword and product and then what happens after you do so you've already now you're ranking high for that product what happens if you want to move that ad spend somewhere else now like how do you do that and how do you monitor that in a way that you don't slip in that position so um yeah this this whole concept i think is really cool um what about in terms of like cannibalization like that's a word that gets tossed around a lot because let's say you're ranking in organic position 5 three, four, five, you're ranking really high organically. And then all of a sudden you start, like, you know, imagine that scenario, no ads, mm-hmm, you rank mm-hmm. position one, two, three or five, then you start ads. What happens is now you're paying for some of these sales. Like, was it worth it? Right. Like, is it worth it for you to bid on this right. keyword? Like you were already in position one, two, three or four. Now you're paying a thousand dollars a month to have an ad appear next to your organic rankings did that do anything how do you measure that impact
2: yeah that might be still uh, i'm not sure if i if i agree that this is something that we can still solve i think i think it is one of these like riddles of the sphinx <laughs> which is like a question that we get all the time from clients and something that's very visual and so it resonates with people like they'll sit on their computer and during the day they'll like run a search and they'll be like look there's our ad there's our organic yeah and okay that's like something that they can see and is tangible and they'll yeah. like it, it makes a strong impression yeah and then the cannibalization question comes up why are we spending a thousand dollars a month on this if we can see that uh, we have organic sales in this because it's high up but i think some of the methods that we've identified here i guess we'll, we'll speak on next is like we have some metrics now that this is becoming more solvable. I'm not sure if it's solved, but it's becoming more solve, solve able.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you soon, you could answer that question, um, both in in two ways. Like, and I'll be honest, it often comes up in like market leaders or like brand leaders, um, you know, high BSR, strong organic rankings, strong sales. And they're like, just, they're just spending a lot on their ads and they're wondering, could I reduce my ad spend by five, 10, 15% Fifteen percent without having any negative consequence. Um, they're like, people love my product. I have the you know number one conversion share. Do I need to also have an ad in that super high rank? So they 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 want to push these questions to see if they've crossed over that point of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. So here's my uh, experience with this. Um, a couple months ago, uh, a PPC coaching client. I was working with was like, yeah, we're spending like 50 grand a month and we'd like to spend less, like maybe 45 or 40 grand a month. Can we do that without impacting any sales? And of course, like, you know, the, the, the best practice is like the more you spend on paid, the more organic sales you will have. And their point was like, well, actually like I'm spending a lot. I'm in organic rank one. My ad is in organic. My ad is in sponsored rank one. What would happen if I was in sponsored rank two? Would I still have number one organic rank? Uh, because you know, if they can reduce their spend on a keyword that they're spending, you know, two grand a month, if they can turn that into fifteen hundred, and they could turn another keyword from two grand to fifteen hundred dollars a month mm-hmm, in ad mm-hmm. spend without having any impact. So this is what we did a couple of months ago, and this was before search query performance dashboard came out so basically you know what we did was like fired up helium 10 looked at the keywords organic rank tracked it week by week and basically like and i i'll be honest i pushed back from doing this i was like don't do it like stay in sponsored rank one um but basically the 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 feedback loop that they set up was like if i'm in organic rank one and sponsored rank one then reduce the a cost on that keyword by five points so if the current a cost for that keyword was 30%, begin to target a 25% a cost for that keyword and then we'll check again. If you fall to organic rank 2 and sponsor rank 2, leave that exactly where it is. So like ideally you've got a lower a cost for that keyword and you're still ranking really strong. But then if you're in organic rank 3 and sponsored rank 3, then increase your target A cost five points, so like push it back from twenty five to thirty, and they wanted to see if they could do this feedback loop, like back and forth, back and forth. Like if you're an organic rank one and sponsored rank one, let's lower the A cost ever so slightly, and then if we slip to positions three, then increase the A cost ever so slightly. So this is a sort of like it's like an interesting experiment to to play around with and. I think it could. I think it's evolved. Like, I think if I were to do to do this today, mm-hmm. I would look at brand analytics because they have conversion share uh, per keywords. So I would like type that keyword in because uh, organic rank. You could you could theoretically be an organic rank two and still have the most sales, and you can verify that with you know, right, the brand analytics. You can go to brand analytics if you're in you know conversion share one two or three. You could see that, you know, I'm looking at a product right now because it's Halloween. I'm looking at Halloween costumes for women uh, as the most searched (laughs) search term on Amazon this week, October 20th, which is a cool topical thing. And I will tell you that the first position, uh, according to brand analytics, has 6.8% of conversion share. The second one has 1.9% of conversion share. And then the third one has 3.5% conversion share. So they actually, right. the third position- So they don't has, line
2: up as you might expect, just intuitively. And they don't it sounds like up. there's a really long tail on that. Like the top one's like 6%, like that means that there's like a dozen that each have like one and a half percent. And then, yeah. like you said, the third and the second are reversed of what you might you might imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like on the brand analytics search term report, they're listing one, two, and three by click share. So if you're in one of these three spots, you can actually see, oh hey, I have the I have the biggest conversion share. If I were to drop into position 2 or 3, would I still have the highest conversion share? And then, you know, a lot of people look at that as an opportunity to save some ad spend. So, I'll be honest, like they 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 did it and like we weren't using brand analytics data, but like brand analytics data would confirm that. Like you look at the search query performance dashboard and you can yep. confirm that your share of orders has not gone down. Right. Like you can confirm that your conversion share has not gone down. Um. So I'll be honest, even as I sit here and describe it, like I don't love this idea. Like I don't necessarily like recommend doing this because like you don't want things to go sideways. Like if you decrease your A cost by five points and you slip into organic position three, and then you go back and you increase your A cost five points, are you going to be stuck in position three? Like, it, it, did you like make it a lot harder? First, did you slip on the mountain and now you're 50 feet down? You know, so like this idea, like this is like a, a spooky idea. It's like a spooky season over Perfect here. Perfect for Halloween season. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, it's it's a, it's a scary idea, and I think people should tread lightly. But I mean, we're talking about it because I've been asked about this like many many times. I've experimented oh, with is, it a, l- a little bit.
2: Yeah, this is an interesting theoretical question, and and there is tactical implementation to be had from it. I want to point out a couple of things in what you just were talking about. But when you say like a lower the A cost target, what you're saying is we're lowering bids, right? Mm-hmm. We're assuming mm-hmm. that we're assuming that the conversion rate is going to remain roughly the same. You know, mm-hmm. if if it's, if it's cruising along, but what we're doing is is making small bid changes such that we're. Uh, lowering our A cost target, and then subsequently that has an impact on the bids, and maybe that's done through software, maybe that's done manually with calculations you make, right, right, right. Uh, evolving simple math. But that's what that's what we mean when we talk about like lowering the A cost target. That's usually going to influence the bid level, assuming other things like stay stay the same. And um, another thing on uh, uh, what you just touched on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that like the the real takeaway here is that the newest tools we have, the search query performance, and to some extent the brand analytics with the top three, those are really the things we can use to actually make a decision on this. Now, um, I think that's that's like that's the move. I know we we have talked about extensively, uh, in, you know, in the past couple weeks and just recently, like which which one of these uh, tools can help augment this, and I think that's the that's really the 80/20 of it is a search query performance cuz you do get that actual percentage, right? So, not not to not to spoil the end of the episode, but I feel like that's that's the answer <laughs> at least for now.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if a client were to contact you today and be, and mm-hmm. said exactly that thing, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm dominating organically, I'm dominating on my ads. Mm-hmm. Can I bid a little less on this stuff and like get a better ACOS, you know, you know, incrementally decrease my bids, you know, maybe they Decrease their bid from one dollar to ninety-five cents and see what happens. See if anything happens. Ninety-five to ninety. See if anything happens. Like barely inch down their, their paid bids to see if it has any impact on like their conversion share or their organic ranking or their search query mm-hmm. performance data on um, percentage of purchases they have. Like, what would you, how would you respond these days?
2: Uh, I would be open to trying it and, but yeah. I would really want to benchmark these things first. So if, if we can see them inside of, um, uh, and I think it's, it, it's useful this conversation as far as it is like for individual keywords, right? Because that's yes. really what the crux of this is. It's like um, we could use a couple things. Um, one would be like share of voice, uh, which can measure basically uh, through software, like, okay, what is the percentage of uh, products that are showing up on page one, um, for this keyword for this client, and then how many of those are showing up uh, organically in what position, how many of those are showing up in paid in what position. And that might be something to benchmark, along with the search query performance that we just touched on and the percentage of sales there. So you have to like, gather some data first. So it's like a data gathering exercise first to benchmark it. But then I'd be open to trying it. I mean, we are actively trying this with some clients. I can't say that we we have the final answer because we just haven't come to that point yet, but I guess the whole idea of the show is to is to show our work <laughs> and to share um some of the thoughts we're having about this, even if we're not fully formed yet with it. But I would I would be open to it. I, I think that this is something that's worth doing. Is it a bit scary? Uh yeah, I, I kind of I kind of agree with you there. It is a bit scary. And I think when we we do it with clients, we might tell them, Yeah, hold on to your butts, this might be a little bit bumpy. <laughs> so
1: Yeah. And so I think we're also on the same page that like this is usually for like top products, top keywords, sort yes. of market leaders where like yes. they're seeing if they could, you know, potentially gain a profitability edge by seeing if they could reduce their PPC spend. Right. And, and by
2: you know, necessarily that means that the spend has to be high in the first place. I mean, it's be so, high so high you you're not like, oh, I'm spending $120 a month on this one keyword. You're, you're not like crying about that it's like the keyword you spend $3,000 a month on might be the place to do this.
1: Right. And then, cause you stack up, you know, $500 savings on 10 keywords where you're spending three grand a month. Like you've stacked up a lot of savings. Yeah. So this is an interesting perspective. And maybe even we do a, a check-in on this topic. Yeah. Uh, follow up. Yeah. Yeah. That might be an interesting idea to do a follow up on this because I, it happens a lot. And like, we're doing it here and there like you guys are doing it here and there uh i would love to post an update to this uh and i'd be also curious to like get conversations from people going so like message me and brent on linkedin start a group chat on linkedin like let us know your testing of this we'll have you on and talk about it i think so i think this is like a really cool interesting topic um that gets revisited there's different ways to do it i think my favorite way is with the search query performance dashboard, because you could see your percent share of the orders. Uh, I think if you have, if you're one of these top three in brand analytics search terms, where like you have one of the top three click shares, you could see how your conversion share changes week by week. I love that concept because, you know, you might look at that and say, hey, I reduced my click share, but actually my conversion share, I'm still the leader. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I Mm -hmm. just saved, you know, some cash every month by bidding a little bit lower like that concept.
2: Yeah. But the one thing that is true is that technically the way the auction works for ads, like if you are position two or position three, you should be paying less than position one. So like, that's one thing that's more, uh, concrete, I guess, you know, a lot of these other things are a little bit more fuzzy. Like, well, if you are position three, you might have a bigger click share, but with ads like, well, technically no, if you're position three, it should be cheaper than, Sure. position you were paying for before so that's like more more concrete and something you can kind of hang your hat on now there's probably some exceptions to that based on you know amazon's let's call it quality score if such a thing exists uh, yeah it's a whole other podcast maybe <laughs> oh yeah to, to talk about
1: yeah so my final thoughts on this topic um i've done this before to to you know and it saved some cash right like the people that i've referred to that sort of feedback loop. Like if I'm in organic rank one and sponsored rank one, I don't need to be in sponsored rank one. I'm gonna to try to aim for sponsored rank two or three. And funny enough, Google ads actually has like a, an option. Like I want to, they, they tell you when you're looking at a keyword, they'll tell you your sponsored rank in the actual interface. They'll tell you your, your average position, which right. is helpful because- Very helpful. Yeah, you fluctuate on a search result page. So they'll tell you your average position. So what you can actually do is actually like say like, I'm just gonna bid for target position two, where it's like, I'm not gonna spend, you know, theoretically, I'm not gonna spend the most, I'm gonna spend the second most and that's what I'm comfortable with. That's like a big win for me. So like you can actually like target paid position and it'll tell you that in the interface, which I think would be so very needed because you can't get it in the interface. You have to like use a third party tool.
2: Yeah, I don't think we have that in Amazon at all through any official means, do we? No. Another request for any Amazon reps listening out there. Yeah, Another request. Up? Yes. <laughs> yeah, please, please give us the the position along with conversion rate uh, <laughs> in the interface. Although I know that's in the search terms area or whatever, but. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So I I would love sponsored position in the keyword report, so I can just look at that and be like, oh, okay, like, let's see what would ha- what were to happen on the search query performance dashboard, or let's see what would happen in brand analytics if we were to actually like average position two for some time for a sponsored rank um, and then see how that influences your your organic positions and your overall share of conversions. Uh, so I, I really right. love this topic. So, so I guess the, the thing there is like, yeah, because I, 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 I do have a little case study that I did do this and it did result in some savings. So Maybe in some
2: time we can we can trot one out too that'll have some more useful uh, useful example and we'll have to integrate this search query performance because I don't think we're using that I think we're mostly using share of voice but mm-hmm. search query seems like a better um, better answer to the question overall yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. bit of an open ended one
1: yeah yeah absolutely I mean that's what we're here to do like share new ideas and like talk about how we can implement them and how we can sort of like push the envelope on like what's possible in your PPC campaigns is what we do here and it's what you do too over at amz pathfinder brent we
2: certainly we certainly try
1: yes 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 brent thank you so much for coming on the show talking about this concept i think it's i don't think i've ever heard this talked about anywhere uh i don't think i've really seen this like has your ppc hit the point of diminishing returns could you potentially reduce spend without any issue and we've given you some ideas here on how you could play around with that ever so slightly uh, mm-hmm. to sort of measure the impact of maybe, hey, like maybe I'll go be in sponsored rank two or three and see if that actually changes my conversion share or my um, search query performance purchase share.
2: Right. What matters is that we can actually measure some of these things now, unlike before. So that's what that's what makes all the difference, I guess.
1: <laughs> Very well said. Have a good one. Brent from AMZ Pathfinder, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, and Mike. everyone else, I'll see you next week here on the PPC Dent Podcast.